2: All you have to do is call. 222-2222.
3: It's in shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com
2: with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
3: 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA, presented by Brown and Croup. And Welcome, friends, to the Mungan St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCurden, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, Ken, I think he the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you from our Michelob Ultra Studios. Come on in, friends, and uh, get involved in this text inbox, which is presented to you by... The EDF group, email in for the design air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com, text in three one four eight eight one tma 5 and then we're going to let ladies call in front of the line today, really? 636-9004-TMA, and they're going to talk about their fantasies with the Blues power play.
4: Uh, the first power play group or second?
3: Well, it's kind of changing on the fly no. right now. Okay.
4: And they have fantasies about <laughs> this. Want them to. I could see why the way they toss a puck around like it's on a string.
3: Tory Krug. Yeah. How do you do?
4: Well, I I'm okay. He's doing okay too. He makes what 6 or 7 million a year <laughs> to just be a, an average defenseman.
2: Did they win? Nice.
4: Yes, they won. They sure did.
2: Jackson's uh premonition came true. Jackson had another vision. Oh, didn't he say they would get five points on this? show?
3: That's right. Yep, and he studied yeah. up on it in, in, yeah. in Jackson that studying paid off handsomely. How much cash did you bank?
0: Well, I was wrong because I said they get five points, but they really got six. Well, I what thought you said say? it was a minimum. Yeah. Do we have I, that audio? I was just kind of being facetious there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah good, good W. They outworked the Coyotes, and hey, what do you know? 2-1 is your final.
4: <laughs> outworked them. <laughs> That's all you say. Anytime you win, you outworked them.
3: Uh, if you lose, you say the effort wasn't there, boys. Yeah, wise.
4: yeah. It's not that the puck took a crazy bounce or anything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or the a referee, referee fell
0: over. Right. Yard sale. Mm hmm. As Jamie Rivers called it. They call it a yard sale. Yeah, he says a yard sale in front of the goal.
3: Yeah.
4: That's what happens when <laughs> equipment gets strewn all over the ice.
3: I don't know what the deal with this Liam O'Brien guy is, but he was a bandy little rooster last night. Uh, coyotes forward. Anybody see this? I guess I'm probably talking. Yeah. Well, it's
1: a little hip check <laughs> by Sammy Ballet and
3: Well, he started out the game. I was like, oh, I'm back at the old barn, and it looks like somebody wants to go on a Saturday night. He started out looking for a scrap early on in the game, and, boy, he he really had it out for Sammy Blay. He, he got, chased
4: him for a while. He
3: did, and he did it again later on in the <laughs> game. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. I just don't really know... What, I feel like there has to be a backstory because in 2023, you just don't really see that. You used to see it all the time. Yeah. You know, even in this century, but certainly in the 80s and 90s, where uh, somebody wanted to put somebody on their dance card.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tap yeah. him on the shoulder, put him on the dance card. No, oh, you don't know what happened in the afternoon. Maybe he got into a fight with his wife or his girlfriend, or got into an argument with the waiters. Food wasn't cooked right. Probably. Just not. took it out on Sammy Blaze. <laughs> Like Was it the service staff? I,
4: I suppose if, if it was just Blay, it was probably something happened in an earlier game or something. He thought he took a cheap shot at somebody or something. I doubt it had to, anything to do with a waiter. <laughs> hey, You
2: never know. That's but, right. You don't.
4: But what do you do if you're a player and you don't really want to fight? You just kind of want to play hockey. And you've been told by your coach, this is what we want you to do. And there's some guy that keeps chasing you wanting to, <laughs> wanting to punch <laughs> you. What do you insane.
3: do? I don't know what the deal was. I noticed it on, like, O'Brien's first shift. And I go... Uh, this guy seems like he wants to scrap. And then, like, a few minutes later, sure enough, he was doing it again. And then yeah. it turned into a scrap. And then the Blues uh, got themselves a little five-on-three seconds later. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I was down at the game with my son. I said, hey, keep an eye on this because, barring a big surprise, it's going to be exciting for the next couple of minutes because, Doug, what do you call them, the Yotes? You call them the Yotes? Not,
4: not usually, no. Uh,
3: I've yeah, got we'll more time than that. Only have... Uh, Three guys out on the ice, along with their netminder, and uh, the Blues will have a five-on-three. And well, I, I lied to my son because it wasn't particularly exciting. They really had a tough time on that five-on-three. If you didn't know it was a five-on-three, you thought it was even strength.
2: Mm. Yeah, what's up with that? Do they have a power nice. play goal? <laughs> <Do> they, have, <laughs> no. do they have a power play goal this year. They have one. Yes. No, they do score. Okay. They do have one.
4: That's because they they've been outworked.
3: Ooh. They're on the power a, play. Maybe their effort isn't there. Yeah.
0: Like, I, I was watching, I was like, there's three guys on defense and five on offense. Shoot the damn puck.
3: Well, it goes back to Tory Krug, who was demoted from the number one power play unit mid-game, but uh, he did get the assist on the uh, second goal, and Doug, he was your number two star. And I know if you could go back and do it all over again, you'd have Tory Krug instead of Petrangelo, and uh, you've been adamant about that.
4: No, no. I've been adamant about that was the beginning of the Blues' downfall. I mean, of all the great moves, savvy moves that Doug Armstrong has made, what he was thinking with all that, I I do not know how he could have swung and missed so badly on that. I mean, it's really been a killer.
3: Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. No movement. Not no trade, no movement. Yeah, yeah. They let Backus and then Tory and then Tory Krug rejected the trade. So if the Tory
2: Krug no trade actually lines mm-hmm. up, it just compounds mm-hmm. it. Did they let Backus walk the year before that, or the same year as Petrangelo? Uh, Two uh, years, a couple years
1: earlier. Two years before that, I think. Been going a while yeah. I,
3: I think he was gone after the 16 Western Conference Final appearance against Doug B. Sharks, mm-hmm. the Sharks, who was vanquished in 2019 after they celebrated their hand pass, and then the Blues <laughs> decimated their roster to the point that they didn't even really show up for Game Six here in St. Louis. Krug sucks a chocolate starfish? That's from Maxwell Hall. No, that's
4: taking it too far.
3: Our blues don't put the biscuit in the basket enough. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. That's true. That's true. We oh, should go on Balloon Party with that. Sweet Sweet Kai, if you'd like to, uh, leave a mic drop. Oh, that reminds me. Stephen Wildwood went on a mic drop yesterday, and we didn't play it. Right? Didn't he said see? he almost died. Yeah, and we didn't play it. Am I right on that? Is my nurse in?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is uh, it not? No, I, I just didn't listen. I didn't have a chance. I'll pull it up right now.
3: Okay. Uh-oh. He's going to call you Vladimir again. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Taste me. Oh, he just tasted him. He just oh, tasted oh, him. Oh. I, I left a mic drop. means I have to stop what I'm doing and, and pull it up. No, it's not, not necessarily a... easy. No. I'm pulling it up. I'll download it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Steve to die for no reason. Mic's on.
1: Okay. I just love that I found that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: really, I, it's I don't know. I thought it was something he played when they're ready to go, you know, turn the mic's on.
1: Well, he is asleep a lot of the times.
2: The Blues Yotes
3: rivalry has long been talked about as one of the most heated in sports, and boy, howdy did it deliver. D- don't one. say
1: boy, howdy.
3: Jackson likes boy, howdy. Does he? Isn't I that fan. a sandwich at uh, Gramophone? I think it is. Yeah. Oh,
1: boy, howdy? That's what I'm I, I get. I'm a Buffalo oh. Soldier What's guy. What's
3: in that? I'm a Mississippi Nights Club. It's
1: like chopped chicken with jalapenos yeah. and like some crunchy, like, seasoning straw. Straw? <laughs> like onion straw. No, <laughs> onion straw. Like oh. kind of that. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> just start putting
0: plastic straws. And on then them. like a
1: dill mayo, I think. Dill mayo. Huh. Yeah, buffalo soldier. Better wrap that up in a garlic herb wrap. Look at you. Mm. Would that be better than the sloppy Giuseppe? That's sloppy it, Giuseppe. Uh,
0: I actually have never had play. the sloppy Giuseppe. Oh, you've had it, Jackson. It doesn't even come close to playing.
3: Really? <laughs> What's on that again? What's the deal with it's that? It's
0: like an Italian sloppy Joe. So they put their their good, uh, you know, beef, veal, and pork. Really? Uh, and some good. Italian Sloppy Joe sauce. It's really solid. When
4: I first heard that name, I thought it was some nasty sexual maneuver.
1: It sounds like it. Because well, your head's in
0: the gutter, bro. Yeah, come on, let's well,
1: go. Like,
3: We're family but, men in here. Button it up. Okay. Why the hell are we talking about
1: hockey when we could be
3: taking credits, talking credit scores and hot wives? 817 in the Pibbles' house. Fire-ass wife. Taste me, hoes. Doug, that's from Shrimply Pibbles, <laughs> who sends pictures of his wife in... I don't know if I would say daily, but weekly I think is fair. Okay. And if that's her, I got to tell you in this particular case, I got to, you know, you sometimes do you doff your cap or do you tip it?
4: <laughs> I don't do either. I don't usually wear a cap. And if I did, I'd call it a hat, not a cap.
3: But would you doff it?
4: No. Mm. And he intends to have a, a big hot wife weekend?
3: It sounds like it. I wonder if he's going down to Faroe Field. Jackson, uh, you can't do it because trivia night is about 40 hours away. Yeah, well, less than that.
2: Hell, 32 mm-hmm. hours, probably.
0: Indeed, yeah. indeed.
2: Yeah. you I probably make it if you leave at halftime.
1: Yeah. No, that seems.
0: Flousey is. He's going
2: to Illinois. Well, that game starts at 11. Yeah,
1: yeah we haven't fully decided on that just yet. Oh, you
3: might be bailing well, on seeing mean, the Hoosiers? She Oiziers. just
1: got back from Kentucky and she worked all week out there and. A lot of driving. In a I day. think we are going as well to a Perryville football game tonight. Oh,
0: Jesus. Wow, what a weekend you got Why planned.
1: Why in the, the hell would you mighty. drive to Perryville? In my
3: mind, I'm trying to figure out how much <laughs> it would take for me to do these two things.
1: <laughs> Tim, I am blessed. And also, I love my gal. But uh, her, You know someone in Perryville? Her dad and family is from, like, her whole... Dad's family. So he's a family of eleven kids. Oh wow! So yeah, he has wow, wow, wow. How yeah. about that? So, so he has ten siblings. Is that what the I think deal that's is? what it is. Yeah, one of them passed when he was in college. I think it was. But other than that, yeah. So they have like a big get together, and I think it's a playoff game too. And I think one of the maybe the aunts or the uncles has a kid playing. I think that's the. It's
4: a family reunion. Sounds as if.
1: To a lesser extent, yes. More like a family gathering at the football game. Uh-huh. So I think okay. I said I would go.
4: Well, that's probably kind of a, a cool small-town
1: Friday night football thing. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I'm... Probably
3: know districts or something. I would think it's playoff season, right? Really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's getting late. Yeah. It's
1: getting late. Yeah.
0: My sectionals are
2: final. I think I'd rather mm-hmm. move.
1: <laughs> it's only about an hour, in it, Perryville? Yeah, I think there's this diner that's famous out there that we're going to as well. It starts with an E. Ebert's. Ed's? Eckert's. It's not Eckert because I know that's a I don't mate. Elven's I don't know what it is. I know a listener is going to find out, but yeah, so I, I'm excited for that. But if we get back at like 11 p.m. tonight. And
3: then drive to Champagne, Champagne. at like 7.30 or yeah. 8. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I don't. Like and then drive back in time to be at St.
1: Gabriel's. Well, I'm definitely going to be at trivia, so I want to make sure I'm prepped and ready to go for that. Because I don't want that to me.
4: The Perryville trip sounds better than the Illinois trip. See, I I could see go, drive in an hour to see family, go to a quick high school football game, and come home. See, I got neither
1: that. of them sound bothersome for me because I'm I'm so used to driving.
3: Yeah.
1: Like we do, we do so many long trips. Like it's just. I don't know, we hop in the car for a couple hours,
2: no big deal, so. But they're not even good. I know you're a big fan, but, God, they, they're not even that good.
1: I mean, you are correct on that. They, are, they aren't great. But I, I think what they've done to Memorial Stadium there in Champaign, and I love college campuses are fun. I kind of like the vibe to them, you know. There's a little mm-hmm. tailgating. It's nothing, certainly, to the SEC, but all in all, I think it's a lot of fun. The weather going to be sixties, so it's not like I'm going to freeze my ass off, too. So there's a lot of positives. The wings there at the line I am. Fire. Oh, so again, pro and con You drive less, you... three, two and a half, three hours to get wings. Not just the wing, but it's a good added okay. bonus. Yeah. How about you just left Perryville, you all, Perryville, Perryville you. and drive overnight to get to? No oh, noise. Billy, 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 to Billy, come back here.
3: Perryville of Champagne, Doug. How far yeah. is that? You think?
1: That's probably three hours and fifty-eight minutes. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Could be. I mean that's a lot. I mean, but you'd be that. there by maybe one in the morning, and just sit there in the parking lot. Oh, you wouldn't get a hotel. I mean, not for th- four hours no. Take that damn camper.
3: <laughs> four yeah. hours and three minutes, Plowhawk.
1: Damn, oh. five minutes, dude. I, mm-hmm. I would have won both prizes. On yeah, the
2: take up, the popper, right. pop up.
1: I would. I think you can park them in the parking lot. I sure, you can. Well, about what are they gonna say to you?
4: Just. <laughs> Attach that to your van and drive down to that family
1: <laughs> unit, you'll look just like Cousin Eddie. Imagine coming back to the trivia night at St. game, just mm-hmm. rolling deep in my camper. Get yourself a little
2: hibachi, do a little tailgating.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. uh,
2: hey, you anal
3: virgin, shut your hole about puck until you pull out that chili dog. It's from the Orson Woods Yeah, Say
0: less. <laughs> let's talk hockey. That'd be lovely.
2: Gosh, that was Shut
3: your hole about spirit, puck until me. you pull out that chili dog. Sounds sounded
2: like recovering a recovering alcoholic. That's what I thought it was at first. God. So gay, our listeners. Militantly. Uh, Doug KG and
3: O-Town is active this morning. It was a pleasure to watch the game with you last night, Tim. You really know puck, and I feel smarter just taking it all in with you. That's from KG and O-Town. Uh, Doug, I was there last night with my 6-year-old, uh, and KG and
2: O-Town was there with a gentleman caller.
4: Oh, I see. With a gentleman caller.
2: All right, everybody Can congratulate KG because he went to the game with Tim. <laughs> Just letting everybody you know he to go to the game.
4: <laughs> he, he didn't go with him.
2: You could have texted Tim and said, thanks for the evening last night, Tim. You know, Tim. Well, I didn't get him the tickets. He was sitting next to me,
3: so it wasn't like I said, hey, you know, I mean, when I'm mean, i going with my son. I recognize, you know, it's, it's, a, it's not a social event for the rest of the people. So these were the Hubbard Radio seats, and I gather KG, Doug has a Hubbard employee.
1: Mm-hmm. He gets the email.
3: Got the got the tickets. Sure. And so he was seated next to me for the yeah. first period and a half, and then at that point, right in the midst of a Blues power play, my son, who has apparently a very difficult time with his prostate, uh, had to piss for the second time in a matter of about eight minutes, and I mm-hmm. said, "Listen here, brother." Said, if, they, if you're going to, we're going to go to the restroom for the second time in eight minutes, we ain't coming back to these seats. So you make the choice. Oh, gosh. Because I already told him we're not staying for more than two periods at the most. And he had to go. I'm just like, what is the deal with this? But that was it. Well, you got to go. You got to go. I know, but he had just pissed in the first intermission. Drinking a lot of soda. I guess. What is that stuff, Plowick, we talked about yesterday? Starry? Yeah. Used Starry. to be Sierra Mist. Yeah. Star
1: is big with kids.
3: So I said to KG and O'Ton, I guess that's going to do it. Period and a half. I was home by nine. So it goes. Watch the third period of me chambers. Did you? Yeah. Uh, the Coyotes
1: made a bit of a push, eh? Yeah, KG and O'Ton was nice to have to ask me, but Madison was getting home. The original plan was me and Jeff, her dad, were going to go to the SLU women's basketball game. Well, you're going Big three days. Oh, boy, you just you can't <laughs> handle yourself with all this activity you got going on. God I like to keep myself a little busy, and yeah. I realize to the outside, it doesn't sound that appealing.
2: <laughs> I'm God aware. Almighty. Maybe tomorrow you can go see Maddie, go watch Maddie Bear play hockey.
1: But what we did, we went to the SLU men's game on Monday. When was their opener? Saturday's I think Monday. Monday. and so we end up looking at the new addition to Shea Fitz, and we were walking around there, and you have access to, like, walking into the freaking coach's office. But uh, we passed by the women's basketball coach, and I go to chat with her. She's super nice, super cool. You just saw her in her office? Well, she was walking towards her office, so we oh. were, like, kind of passing, crossing paths. Yeah, Jill Pizzotti. Congratu- yeah, congratulations. It
4: hasn't been Jill Pizzotti in <laughs> I don't in know decades. who it is.
1: I don't know the name. Right. I know I've seen her on interviews, so I didn't know her name. I said, hey, coach, great season. <sighs> you know, what a nice little A-10 tournament run. Yeah. They had the A-10 tournament trophy. there present. Oh, well, cool. So I was like, ah, oh. they gave free tickets away, so I had free tickets, but it yeah. didn't end up going because I to see Madison when she got home. So. Okay. Again, my calendar, Doug. Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll it's put, put my calendar camp. up with anyone's.
4: Yeah, I would as you.
1: You
3: begged for weeks that Hubbard recognized your 30 years in an entry-level <laughs> position. You don't have the cred to shade anyone. That's from the Table Rock mm. Lake Monster.
2: Well, I was being facetious when I do that. He obviously wanted everybody to know he went to the game, or he would have just not texted that in.
4: Wait, are you jealous that he went to the no, game? No, I
2: could have went. I didn't.
4: <laughs>
2: Damn, that's a power move. <laughs> well, I mean, we all got the same email. If you want to go, you're just gonna say, oh, just, you just got to say, I'm in. I ask in advance, but then
3: I'm like, am I, am I abusing this? Because I figure most people, especially in this particular season, aren't like dying to go to a Tuesday night game against wins per game. Mm-hmm. But my son loves to go, only have a handful of years in which we'll have this time to do this stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, I want to maximize it even if I'm exhausted. And so I emailed the, the kind lady who takes care of the uh, tickets that we have here at Harbor Radio. I said, hey, if nobody's using them, I'll take the tickets in the middle of the week. If I'm overstepping, tell me. But I don't know if she's going to say you're overstepping. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But every Tuesday and sometimes Thursday, an email goes out to the staff saying, hey, we have X number of Blues tickets. So it strikes me that they're not u- usually used. Yeah. But am I abusing it, Doug? Am I abusing I wouldn't do it for the Saturday night games. Friday night games aren't a lot of Friday night games. But I'm like, Tuesday night against wins per game, Thursday night against Arizona, eh, I'm happy well, I think
4: you. they would tell you if they didn't have them. They'd just say, sorry, we, we don't have
3: them. But
2: I ask in advance, so. Well, there's you know. nothing wrong with that. What I do is because I, I sign up for so many concerts that if we get one, like, let's say Matthew's in charge of like 105.7 The Point and their concerts... And I'll sign up and I'll either get an email that says, uh, you wanted two tickets, here's the, here it is. Or he'll say, we had a lot of requests for this. We don't have enough tickets for everybody who signed up. If anybody doesn't want to go, let me know. And I'll always say, just take me off. Let the people that uh, signed up before me go. Because I ask for tickets all the time. So just take me off the list. So that way I'm not.
3: Piggy, I got the email, too. You can't even remember your email password. That's from the 618. Who's this?
2: Well, Drew, sent, Drew helped me out yesterday. Yeah, but who would get the Hubbard email? The 618, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like somebody well, texted in. as another Hubbard person. Well, she said, we all, got them. we all got it. And I said, I got it, too.
1: Yeah, because your email currently, as of yesterday, from that phone toss you did, seemed like it wasn't working. So I think his point was how to... How'd you get the email, Iggy, if your email doesn't work? Wow, Plowhawk. Well, I said... i that right amount of high to where We're in it now.
2: <laughs> yeah, wow. I'd take you to the World Series <clears throat> of Poker with me. I was like, nice read. It's that time of the month that my phone didn't That time had of the to month. sign in again. <laughs> oh, you
1: know, really? It's got like it its own cycle.
2: Once a month. Canopause. My phone's got menopause. Canopause. <laughs> and uh, so I saw and Drew yesterday. cycles. Mm. I found Drew yesterday, and I said, it's that time of the month again. He goes, ah, okay, and just... Signed did you, in. Did you, so. you maybe
4: write down the password so you won't no, have to keep going? No, it's not that? the
2: password thing. He can't do it either. He's got to, You got to go to three different screens. <laughs> could, really? And then he pulls something down and switches that over there. And it's just a whole mess. I want to go back to,
1: to 15 email. seconds ago. You, do you really text him, hey, at that time of the month again? Or do you, are you more specific? Did he, are you guys so frequent that he already knows? Oh, yeah. Man. I used to in the
2: break old. room. And I said, that time of the month again. He goes, really?
1: Uh, that's great.
2: Here comes the white knight, Ken, taking a victory lap for not hogging the
3: free stuff. All, mm. hail, all hail the martyr of Lee May. <laughs> Day.
2: I was just giving an example to Tim. Oh. And he says, you know, am I overstepping my boundaries? And I just said, here's what I do. It's my God almighty.
4: Oh, gosh. Well, it's good to see that a full-time employee like KG and O-Town can use some of these tickets.
2: What do you want me to say? You know he's not a full-time employee. I don't know why you just bring that up.
3: Uh, I'd love to give that Baltimore bottom pig bitch a nice case of the clap. Bend over and take this, sailor. That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. God almighty. I I think he's really mad at sweet, sweet guy.
1: He's the only one we know in Baltimore. That's right. And I was also thinking, like, how many people do you think in in the United States have moved from West Virginia to Baltimore? <laughs> I can't be probably that. Quite a few. Like, That's an odd, like, Can and you, I realize for his, uh, right. his significant well, other. We went work, from
3: Ladue to West Virginia, mm-hmm. which that, many millions of Americans have done. They
1: that's dream right. of a life as a coal miner. That's it's right. pretty
0: rare. Yeah. <laughs> He'll probably be moving again soon. Where is he going next?
1: Where? Mm, Seattle. I don't
0: know. Maybe Boston.
1: Oh, man. What so, does he do for a living?
0: He isn't. He His girlfriend is a travel nurse.
3: And oh, apparently so. very attractive because she was hit on by another woman at a cocktail lounge. Is
0: that right? That is accurate. Yeah. And so they're like nine-week contracts, I think. And so, some of them make really good money. The money is really good. So she can yeah.
3: trip all over the country with a new friend every nine weeks. What a wonderful little cycle, Doug.
0: Yeah, that's certainly uh, one of the perks uh, it's something to great when you're doing when you're young, you know, don't have kids or anything, Yeah. kind of just travel around, make how more do you find money. A, how do you find a
4: place to live for nine weeks? Yeah, nice question. Uh, I
0: think the hospital's set up some sort of, they have like a deal with an apartment complex and they oh, get yeah? like nine week leases. I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong on that, but they don't get like screwed where they have to sign like a six month lease and Which they're still down. paying for it.
4: It's great for the nurses, but I... I've heard that the doctors don't really like it because they're constantly
0: dealing with new people. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case, but there's also, you know, go where people are needed kind of thing. We yeah.
3: have a uh, guest request. Uh, can we please get Drew on the show so we can explain what is really going on with Ken's sure. email password? There is no way, it's not something simple that Iggy just can't grasp after almost two years at Hubbard. That's from Andy, and he's in St.
2: Peter's. He'd like us to book Drew. Mm. Well, it is something I can't grasp. I can't figure it out.
4: I think there's just one one password that you got to type in. And they gave it to us right when we first got here. I have a password.
1: No, Doug, it's for the authenticator. Uh. <laughs> so, like, you need to authenticate that this you are a real person. And so in order to log into your <laughs> Hubbard email, you have a separate app called the authenticator. And you have a four, sometimes two or four-digit code that you take from that app. That's how, what code you type into your Hubbard email app. And that logs you in. Now, Iggy is saying he cannot find the number, or when he clicks on the authenticator, it doesn't show up. I think that's what it is.
2: Yeah, it's not the password. I mean, you would think it would be simple. Sign in. You just sign in. Here's my password. Boom, you have it. But no, then it goes to authenticator. Then it brings up a number. You have to type it into authenticator. I go to authenticator. I type in the number, or it says type in password again. I type in password again, and then it disappears. And then it goes back to authenticator again.
1: Sounds to me like you
2: can't remember the past. I don't know why I'm explaining this to all these people because it (laughs) makes no sense to to them. But it takes Drew like five seconds. It's no big deal. He looks at my phone, he swipes a few things, and it's good. I just, it's, anyway, I can't do it. I can't. But it's back to good. It's good for another 30 days now. Nice. There you go, Doug. Things are looking up. <laughs> that uh, seems
4: too frequent.
3: A lot of people active already in this engineer design facilities EDF group text inbox three one four eight eight one tma 5 That's how you can participate in this show and be a friend of the father. I understand we actually have callers on, but Jackson thinks one's a... What would you describe this person?
0: I, I just have never heard from the person, so anytime it's a first-time
1: call, well, on, TC.
0: I just, I just, I always proceed. Ron with Carter. Caution. Todd
3: Callahan. Uh, do you want to support the EDF Group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So, please email the EDF Group at fire at group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF Group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at Group.com. The EDF Group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at theedfgroup.com. Jackson, tell the people about Circa.
0: I'd love to tell the people about Circa, Tim. Because. You know the Circa Sports app is now available in the great state of Illinois. So if you're, let's say, uh, living here in St. Louis, you just make a short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, sign up for the Circa Sports app, and now you are betting like a pro. You can look around. They encourage you to shop the lines of other Illinois sports books. They want you to take a look and then come back to Circa. I'm pretty confident you're going to like the lines over at Circa more. And they don't limit betters. Let's say you're on a heater. Let's say you're just tearing it up left and right. Getting all these bets in and you're winning them and you're making a bunch of money, they're not going to start limiting you or saying you can't bet with us. That's not what they want to do. They encourage heaters over at Circus Sports because its Circus Sports is sports betting made by sports bettors. And now of course the Circus Sports app is available in Illinois. So visit circusports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text I L G A M B to 833-234.
3: Can we send out the bat signal for that weird guy from Arizona who just called in to chat a few weeks ago and got ran out of the room by the texters immediately? Mm. He was so bad He was awesome. That's from Dogtown Tie. What was that gentleman's
0: name, Jackson? Dan and Phoenix. Dan and Phoenix. We'd like to hear from him for Dogtown Tie. He, like, doesn't listen to the show. He just, like, calls in to brag about his wife. (laughs) (laughs) We got a
3: unique thing going on with this audience and the audience's wives. You think it's an
0: inferiority
3: complex? Inferiority kind so it's a flex to have a wife who's attractive and they want to tell us about it and their credit scores.
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah, themselves. The more they brag about the, the female and the mm. wife, the less I believe that like that wife exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? It kind of like face- I want to psychoanalyze this. I didn't, th- I, it, that didn't,
3: so the credit score thing is usually not something that even I didn't even know mine until it became a topic a week ago and and then to send in pictures of an attractive wife is a flex but why do we care if your wife is attractive
4: because we're supposed to be jealous of him
1: to
2: help him through his inferiority complex I see well you both have attractive wives so you would be jealous
1: hr what's up what a reason <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love that Hubbard's weird old uncle has not only set up his very own last desperate act rack in the company break room, but has also found a way to make accessing his email a monthly project from some (laughs) poor bastard in IT. That's from Arbor Day.
2: (laughs) Well, the 40 cassettes, all but four of them disappeared and all the uh, bowling shirts are gone. So I guess it was worth bringing it in. People wanted them. (laughs) Do we know who took the shirts? Because there's starting to be a theory
3: that they were tossed out by someone in management who was a little frustrated by what's been going on this week.
0: Pretty sure that's what happened.
3: Oh no!
4: Oh no! They threw away the they shirts. They actually threw them away. Listen, I, I was. KG and O-town got <laughs> one.
3: I have heard tell from two sources that there that there was some irritation with what was going on was, in the I was here of...
0: for a while yesterday. One moment there was a bunch of shirts sitting where they were sitting. I like went to go to the bathroom or went back to one-on-one office for a second. I came back and they were all gone. No, so I don't know no. if they were all thrown out. Did you out. see them thrown away? No, no, right. I didn't. I didn't. I did not see that. But I just this know that they went from a lot to a little. Well, very
2: this is the second time I brought shirts in and they're all gone. <laughs> That's management, bitch. <laughs> oh. Well, I think I think Tommy or, or John know me well enough that if if it's a problem, they could just let me know that
1: they emails you, but you couldn't remember the passwords. <laughs>
2: you know, really, just stop bringing
1: the stuff. Well, in. Tommy texted me a week to the time oh. later for that idea. Sometimes they like meta plays. Oh, I'm
2: sorry, I'm just being nice. I mean, this is Uh-oh. a there's a lot of great music stations in this place, and there were some great cassettes there and people you know collect that <laughs> stuff like, oh they don't even make that Do
3: people collect cassettes really yeah i thought they collected vinyl i didn't know and they collected cassettes, cassettes, cassettes too because
2: really? because they're really hard to find so if you can you know a lot of people have cassettes that's all i thought of if somebody has a cassette collection then they'd like some of these if not throw them away same with the shirts they're brand new i've never worn them uh i said well it's not throwing them away a lot of people wear retro stuff <laughs> If you saw the K. versus the uh, Metallica roadies, everybody had th- had throwback. Bowling jerseys on.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you see Mitchell and Nath. knows all nose time. It's kind of
0: like going to a tech company, holding a floppy and
2: releases their bowling shirt
3: line. Oh <laughs> right to the uh, KG in O'Town says he can confirm they were tossed.
0: Oh uh, wow.
3: Well,
2: yeah, you were here all day, weren't you? <laughs> that's a that's a huge moment.
3: He's he was here till a
0: nice blue one till two
1: thirty. By was here who at, exactly least. though? He doesn't
2: know they were tossed.
1: <laughs> we don't have to read the name out loud, but KG text into the text line who. Because it, it it could
4: be. <laughs> I thought they were nice bowling shirts. I like I them. them.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know what to do. If they throw them away, they throw them away. What are you going to do? I just thought I'd be nice and bring some in. If people want to throw them away, they can throw them away. And if KG's excited about that, you should feel bad because you don't even work here. <laughs> And there were only, I think, eight tickets available. They yeah. sent out the entire staff, and you took two of them, and you didn't even have anybody to go. Oh, begging Plowsy to go, so you, act, you take two fair. away from the I rest of them. I might
1: have you not begging
2: me. You take two away from <laughs> yes. the other. Well, the fact is, you took two away from other staff who may wanted to go, and you didn't even have somebody to go. <laughs> well, I'll take two. Ge-
3: he had a gentleman with him.
2: Well, but he asked Plowsy first, and Plowsy couldn't go, so it's not like he had somebody to go. He
4: found another gentleman caller. So
2: there's probably somebody. Hello, Vivian? Somebody who actually works here <laughs> would have liked to, but then when the email came out, gone. They couldn't get him because. Guy didn't even work
0: here, took two.
1: So, this is the most. Re- I Bill to, Nye,
0: the science guy? I had
1: to look at the last 50 added, and Deke added this, and I wanted to make sure. It's it Bill was, Nye, isn't it? Yeah, Bill over and over again. Best days of
3: middle school. Guys, Ken's right. It's much more likely that a dozen people thought, ooh, bowling shirts, rather than the long shot that the management got frustrated and pitched them. That's from Arbert. <laughs>
2: mm. now, if that's the case. People stop bringing food in here and putting it up there. Stop bringing concert tickets and putting them up there if they're available. Just stop putting anything on the table. Uh, KG
3: in O Town says the person who tossed them out, his name rhymes with Schman Schmiowski. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, well I'm gonna ask John, and if he didn't do it, I'm gonna say, well KG is texting in a show, who supposedly works oh, here, oh,
1: calling you out on Gosh. the air, saying you threw him
2: away. And I'll talk to John today. <laughs>
1: There's going to be nothing
3: awkward mm. about this. <laughs> How are you going to approach him? Are you going to walk into his office, or
2: what are you going to do? I'm going to his office. Oh, my God. Tim, you three
3: betting? Oh, three it, betting it, what part? Uh, going into John's office. Oh, God. I'm, uh, I'm hesitant to walk in there even when we have a scheduled meeting, <laughs> much less you going in there asking if he tossed out your bowling Why? shirts and cassettes. I love John. Well, this... You can like somebody, but you understand he's, you know, he's like doing budgets for next year. I mean, he's got things to do. Well, Maybe I'll see him in the break room. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll see you in the bowling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Market Manager with decades of experience. Did you dare toss out my bowling shirt? I
2: said, "You dare." I said, "Did you throw them away?" Because if you did, that I'll stop bringing stuff in. I didn't think it was a problem, but if it is, I'll stop bringing stuff in.
1: Man, the texts are wild.
4: <laughs>
2: i mean, I'm a, to be nice.
4: There's a thing called the spotlight theory about maintaining long-term employment. Where you try your darndest to stay out of the spotlight. Oh, that's
2: my counsel. Yeah. Let that fly t-
3: under the radar. Yeah. Make sure the show's making money. That's it, mm-hmm. boys. That's it. Yeah. Let the spotlight shine on
4: someone else and you just kind of do your thing, show up, behave
2: yourself. Right. Well, the spotlight. I do play. that. The spotlight's not on me. Why? Because I brought some bowling shirts in. Well, if see you, if any of the if staff you go into him? his office and
4: demand to know why you threw away your bowling <laughs> shirts. I'm not going to demand. I'm going to ask
2: him. <laughs> yeah. KG said you threw my bowling shirts so away, did you? Know, I just want to see if he's <laughs> telling the truth or not. <laughs> Maybe he says I didn't throw him away. Well, he's throwing your name around and accused you of throwing him away. So. Oh. And he'll say, who's KG?
4: See, he doesn't uh, want this kind of uh,
1: hassle, I wouldn't think.
2: Well, maybe John's listening. He I, I,
1: I don't think he wants this I'm, sort I'm of hassle. I'm
2: comfortable with the no on that.
1: I'd be so embarrassed
2: if
3: he... Now, Jesse may be listening. His daughter may be listening. But I don't think John tunes into the program. I don't think. All right, well, well, there's Jesse. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, Jesse, just like that. Uh please let me be present for Iggy's conversation with my dad.
4: Oh <laughs> mm. well, come on in with me, it's fine. Tell me what you see
2: Okay, I don't know why I don't know why this has become a topic. I mean, it's
3: just
2: <laughs> if if nobody wants them or it's a problem to say, you know, we really don't need you to bring stuff in anymore. Okay, fine, I won't. Oh,
4: I'll just take it to Goodwill from now on.
2: I found Wild something
4: in
3: the closet. I found something <laughs> in the closet yesterday. Out? Well, what do we have here? What is I this, was,
2: What is that? Is it, that a poster? It's a Taylor Momsen uh <laughs> signed Taylor from the Pretty Reckless, signed by the entire Pretty Reckless band. And I asked Liv Maddox yesterday, who's who's a huge Taylor Monson fan, who interviewed her when she was in town. I said, I found this uh, while I was cleaning. Do you want it? She goes, oh my God, yes. So I brought that in for Liv.
0: And I'll come to Iggy's defense again. Uh, Iggy... Brought me this lovely Truman the Tiger bobblehead that now sits proudly on my uh, shelf here. See, hey, I got the Bill James. <laughs> yeah, and he got me bobble, a Norm Stewart poster, a signed Norm Stewart poster. Yeah <laughs> I just I okay, tried so, to be nice eggs. to people,
2: and she was excited that because she, she's a big Taylor Momsen fan, <laughs> so I brought her in the poster.
0: Now I fight. will say, there's a difference between these nice Mizzou trinkets and some bowling shirts, but but to each their own. <laughs> yeah, some no, people... you're right. my
2: credo, penny saved, penny earned. Mm-hmm. I think Liz, I think uh, learn has got the pink one, the pink satin bowling <laughs> shirt. <laughs> With the bowling Congratulations balling.
3: on your forced retirement, Ken. It was a pleasure. That's from Glove Vlogger Tom Draven.
2: Yeah, whatever. I mean, they can do what they're gonna do. <laughs> Just trying to be nice.
3: Strode is using some pretty inventive vessels to smuggle his DNA into the
2: studio. Oh. That's from Chris Raby. I didn't even wear the bowling shirts. Didn't touch them. How did you get them? For like three straight years, uh, my friend. Uh, rest in peace who owned a, a shirt company, St. Louis Bowling Shirts would send me 8 or 10 of them for Gobble Bowl and I'd usually give one away with a bowling ball I give away some, some years I only had like 6 bowling balls to give away so I'd have extra, extra shirts and I'd tell him the next year I only need like 4 or 5 and he'd send me a box of 10 so I just had some left over that I didn't use for Gobble Bowl and I said yeah hey, just bring them in
4: why don't you just give them all the way there <laughs> everyone's bowling they probably would get a kick out of it
2: I have so much to give away. I'm a, I, <laughs> Every year I say I'm cutting it down to like 60 <laughs> items. It takes too long. And this year I got 95. Hmm. So I have to cut back on things. So I didn't really need bowling shirts to give away. I brought them in here. If nobody wants them, they go in the trash. Fine. Maybe the trashman will take it when they pick. Trash dumping out the garbage. Ooh, look, bowling shirts. I'll take them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I guess could happen. Ha <laughs> ha.
2: I put a whole bag, no, I put reaction. three bags of, of clothes in front of the dumpster yesterday. They were gone in five minutes. As I said yesterday, somebody <laughs> went from Hoosier to Preppy in like five minutes grabbing a bag. You think there's a
4: bowling alley that would take those? Maybe
2: oh, God, they're gone now. What does it okay. matter? No, I'm just
4: trying to find a spot for
3: them.
2: I don't have any more bowling shirts, they're all gone. You are like a seven-year-old seeking positive
3: reinforcement for your grimy bowling shirts no, and tell her mom's and paraphernalia that you're pawning off on people knock it off and go piss on the bathroom floor again oh. and some little Tommy
1: trip in the parking lot.
2: Cletus used one of the golf sweaters I gave him. He wore it yesterday. How about that?
1: Oh, he said use it. No. <laughs> I don't know. He might have cleaned the car with it, but he used it.
2: Mm. Um, and to say I'm... I'm it's. I I can't respond anymore. I mean, I know Liv Maddox is a huge Taylor Momsen fan. I found this yesterday. Didn't know I had it. Asked her if she wanted it. She was ecstatic to get it. So I made somebody happy. I try to do that every day. If I can make one person happy every day, then I've done something.
3: Well, how about that, Doug?
2: It's another T-shirt waiting to happen. Yeah, I can make all up. these people miserable, but I made one person happy, so that's good.
3: One of the guys' Lisa Kudrow released a new herbal tea this month. She's doing a quick promotional visit to the come-and-go off Wentzville Parkway. Just throwing that on your radar in case Iggy wants to log on Instagram and watch the people in line to see if he knows anyone. Thanks. That's from Look Here. Mm. Pardon the hell out of me for inconveniently giving people chores to throw away my tattered <laughs> wares under the guise of being nice. If you need me, I'll be hammering Newports outside of Rozelle's.
4: Oh, you never had a Newport in your life, did you?
2: No, I haven't. Lisa Kudrow's in town?
4: Wentzville. Come and go, apparently. Selling her
2: tea? I won't be going out there. But...
4: I, I think he was kidding. All
2: the, all the Playboys are gone. I didn't bring those in to give away. Oh,
4: the guy came to get you them? You got them?
2: Well, i tell you what I did. It was a, it was a savvy move on my part. Clip that off. <laughs> well, I said 100 Playboys, 50 bucks. The <laughs> guy was supposed to come get him Wednesday. And in the meantime, I had a couple of people said, I can pick him up. I'm in St. Charles. I said, sorry, they're already gone. Uh, if the guy doesn't show, I'll let you know. Well, he didn't come, said I had an emergency at work. Turns out he owned some car washes and some old lady in her car, She, the car sunk into the pit.
4: <laughs> oh <my laughs> so
2: he had to go all the no, way back no. to work. She's fine. But he said, I had to go in
0: this. So he came yesterday.
4: There's is a it? pit you can sink into in a car I lawn?
0: guess. I don't know. 100%. The, where I think all the grime goes.
2: Hmm. Air cars suck into the pit.
4: What is um, it? Is the pit so big that a car can fall yeah. down in it?
0: My buddies who used to work at Waterway... Herb. Have, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, they uh, they would have to clean out the pit on some days, and they said it smelled so bad in there you'd instantly vomit. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Because it's all, like, a week or two's worth of car grease all <laughs> down <laughs> inside there. Like... All, like, congealed up. Ugh. Um,
2: so anyway, I, I knew he was coming. Uh, he said, I'm leaving now, and he's in Wentzville. He said, I'm leaving now. <clears throat> so I said, okay, I'll have him on the dolly. So I had four boxes in my closet. As I opened one of the boxes, it's like filled to the top with two rows. I said, my God, I got four boxes. There's more than 100 here. So I started counting each row. there was like 25 in a row. I said, oh, that's 50 there. Another box would be 50. That's I got 200 Playboys so i just boxed up two boxes <clears throat> and then i call i dm the other guy back i said yeah he's not picking them up they're still available he goes okay i'll be there in about 15 minutes all right so now i'm selling two boxes so instead of 100 for 50 now i got 200 both these guys show up at the same time oh <laughs> i'm of course. Doll- i'm wheeling out two, two boxes for this guy when he's putting them there comes the other guy yeah i'm here for the playboys he goes i'm here for the playboys i've got 500 i'm doing all kinds of lots so i actually made 100 bucks and the Playboys are gone.
4: Look at that. All right. You got something for
2: it. It was a sad day, but the Playboys are gone. I've never jerked in a Playboy. Okay. You could make me happy by not talking for the next two hours. That's from Chris Raby. Oh. He just texted me and said he's got another postcard today.
0: Oh, does he? Yeah. We got a, we got a Raby postcard? Just came in. Ooh. And Steve's mic drop. Oh, things are, done. Things, are yeah. things are.
3: And we, I'm assuming, we have drops of the week. No, Lisa, and this week, Doug, she is Gosh. in uh, Australia. She's in oh, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. It's not Melbourne. 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 Like that. Yeah, two-day trip. Uh, James Carleton is a uh, sponsor of Gabe D'Armond, uh here on TMA, and he will be with us, getting you ready for the Tennessee Volunteers, who will go up against the Block M tomorrow, oh, Doug. Good. The yeah. Block M, no, black pants. Victory. Missouri uh, getting two points as of right now for the festivities against the Volunteers on CBS. James Carlton, presenting sponsor of Gabe Diarman. Gabe will also be at the Missouri-Memphis game tonight. 8 o'clock tip. Jackson Burkett will be watching, I would imagine
0: better believe it there
3: you go james carlton's online at carltoninsurance.net he's my insurance agent he's the plowhawks insurance agent his staff phenomenal i'm so happy i made the switch to james carlton and now i realize that not all insurance agents are created equal james and his staff are operating at another level 314-961-4800 to go online at carltoninsurance.net If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Looking for something to do tomorrow night? Good news. The TMA Trivia Night is coming your way. For $45, you and friends can go. That's $45 per person and enjoy salt and smoke and all your AB products all night long. Doors open at 630. Trivia underway at 7.30, and it's all at St. Gabriel's. Register, get your tickets right now at tmastl.com. That's T-M-A-S-T-L dot com for T-M-A Trivia Night. Tomorrow night at St. Gabriel's. It's going to be a pony. Think about it.
4: Okay. What are you wearing, Tim?
3: I'm not going to wear any panties tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: We should have
0: all showed up in bowling shirts. Tim, yeah. I remember last year you said nice. something about the handball courts, maybe.
3: Yeah, after bars, the handball courts. I used my hand on guys then. Now that was July. Yeah, right. And then I used my hand on guys out by the dumpster oh. after the year end awards. Oh. Got it. So still. Will on the Tommy table? Tribbins win? Or glove mm. blogger Tom Traven? o Town won Listener of the Year. Who's Listener sure of the Year did. right now? Well, Lager, Tequila, oh, Listener of the Month. Twelve entrants will enter. One will emerge as the Listener of the Year at the Year End Awards. Stay tuned for the announcement of when that will be. It's coming up
4: in know. December.
2: Deep Who deep would deep. be the front runner? That's unusual for employees to win Listener of the Month. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> and we're back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if he stop texting in, I'll stop talking about him. Mm. <laughs> God, we can't get over the bitterness. It's an offer for a truce.
1: Yeah, gotta oh, I it offered
2: a church and it happened, and then he went back to what he was doing, so.
1: Gina's home. <laughs> mm, what are you
4: eating now, Plow? Looks like, like a pop tea. Pop tart. Cherry? Yeah,
3: oh, the only boy. way to go. Oh boy! Which audio postcard do you want to go with? Are you talking to
1: me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to input. Um, I don't know, I like Steve mic drop, I think it'd be fun. Uh,
3: Doug, this was okay. Vladimir Burkett kept this off the air yesterday.
0: That's right
2: i get it we're a small market team if we can't count on those uh, funds from the sale of the tv right. rights we're not going to be able to compete stop
0: it you work for the best fans in baseball that means you bring the best damn pitcher here i don't care about the money just spend it mccurdon instead of going downtown to watch two-thirds of a hockey game, get your ass over to the stadium, grab Mosailek, buy his sweater around his neck, throw his ass in the pool, and keep dunking him until he says, we're going to spend some damn money on some pitching. I want Otani. I want Nola. I want Snell. Come on. Let's do it. I want a World Series Otherwise, sell the same to someone who gives a damn about the best
3: fans in baseball. I'm tired of it. God, oh. I dug right at the end. That The way he said yeah.
2: baseball, I thought that might be where we would lose him.
4: Well, he was emphatic. Yeah.
2: He was in his car, too. I heard the blinker.
1: Oh. Crab! M- Mosaic! <laughs> Mosaic. <laughs> Had trouble there at that second bird. By the
3: sweater around his neck. And dunk him until he's going to bring in Otani. <laughs> Snell and Nola. God, that'd cost a billion dollars, wouldn't it? I think actually it would be close to seven hundred to eight hundred billion. Yeah, right. All right. Well, maybe they'll do it. I don't think
4: so. Uh -uh. But it was a nice thought. I just hope he's okay because
2: you know that can lead to aneurysms and things (laughs) like that when you get too worked up. Yeah, he's fine. He's probably had five or six beers after that, and he's oh.
4: Well, no action at the general manager's meetings yet.
3: So. Uh, ben are Fredrickson said, uh, this is the title of his column this morning, boy math and girl math are funny. Cardinals math is maddening. Oh, and I read from stltoday.com. Social media has buzzed lately with examples of girl math and boy math. I don't, I, I, are you aware of that? I haven't seen of well, that. I'm excited that. that I don't know this. Anybody know about this? Jackson, I guess you're our hope. Yeah. What's going on with this?
0: So like girl math would be, let's say, um, any, the uh, from a TikTok I've seen, anything you buy in cash is free. And let's say you buy a sweater and return it, that's store credit, now you're shopping for free. Uh, boy math would be like, if I wanted to measure something and compare it to something, I would like use my hands and then lift my hands up and put it next to the item I'm trying to measure. That's boy math. Um, what in the world? It's Listen man, I don't, as hell. Yeah, I, it's really tough to do it verbally. What like, I to do
3: this baseball. It? This is what uh, Ben writes, an example of girl math spending more than originally planned on an online shopping purchase so you can unlock the free shipping rebate. An example of boy Math being five foot ten but rounding up to six feet. Some are funny. Some are saucy. Some are taking a goofy online trend way too seriously. Go figure. It got me thinking. We need a new twist on the trend. Cardinals math. Here's an example of Cardinals math. Turning three starting pitchers needed into, quote, at least two in less than three months of time. Cardinal president of baseball operations, John Mazalak, most of you will remember, told frustrated fans in mid-August that his front office needed to add three starting pitchers from outside the organization this offseason. Not one, not two, not try hard to add three, three. Quote, realistically, we know we have to add three starters this offseason, Milzalak said. We know we have to add depth. We went into this 2023 season thinking we had that covered and it didn't work out that way. A repeat of that would not be in the best interest of the franchise. I joked then that Cardinal fans should get T-shirts made with the number three printed on them to remind the front office of its own mission statement. Maybe that shouldn't have been a joke. The Mazzella quotes coming home from this week's GM meeting sound a lot less certain than mid-August, Mo. We're now hearing about at least two starters. We're hearing about two, then see what happens. We're hearing about how the Cardinals are going to try, but how it won't be easy because how every team out there wants starting pitching. Hey, what happened to the hard three? Cardinals math happened. There you go. It happened last season, too, after the Cardinals made a bold offseason move by beating the competition. I like that phrase for free agent catcher Wilson Contreras, but then slammed on the brakes and did nothing else of significance the rest of the offseason. They should have added at least one start in addition to the catcher. Instead, they let high free agent. Pitching asking prices steer them toward over-baking their confidence in the pitching staff they already had. And now even the viewpoint of what happened then seems to have shifted. Now Mazzalek admits the Cardinals knew the failed 2023 rotation had volatility and that the front office, quote, rolled the dice by trusting it. Remember last winter warm-up when questions about the exact volatility were treated as unfair criticism and shielded by the team's belief Jack Flaherty was ready to make his star turn. What happened between then and now? How did 100% confidence in the 2023 rotation entering last season suddenly shrink after that season flopped? Another example of Cardinals math. No matter what moves materialize this offseason, by the end time the dust settles, there will be a unified front office front insisting the additions, whatever they were, were enough. Maybe it will be, maybe not. But I'd argue the realist view of what this team truly needs came before the talking points turned toward how difficult of an offseason it's going to be to add pitching, how expensive talented arms have become, how certain free agents cost draft pick compensation, how trades are tricky because every team wants pitching, and so on. And uh, I will not read the entire column. I've already read a lot of the column. And that's not fair because people pay mm. to read STL today.
4: But well, what, uh, there it is. What really hurts is is they don't have for next year's starting rotation. They don't have a single pitcher that the Cardinals drafted and developed on that starting five. Not one. They got to go out and get three pitchers from somewhere else because they've not developed one that they think is worthy of being in the starting rotation. This is they draft 40 rounds worth of players every year. What there's compensation picks. There's free agents. You know, whatever. They, they they can't develop one pitcher. I guess Hudson is close. Wow. Maybe Thompson.
2: Well, I think in fairness to Mosaic, and you know, I love Ben Fred, but he said, "I'm trying to find the quote here." Let me just uh, text Bill. Well, was that the end of your point? <laughs> no, I wanted I wanted to make sure I got the quote right. He just said, "Our." Our goal is we're going to go starter, starter, and then see where we are. He's not saying he's not going to go get three starters, but you know you don't know who you're going to get. I mean, everybody's looking for pitching. So he wants to try and go starter, starter, and then see what we look like and then go from there because there may not be anybody else left.
4: Right, I understand that. My point is that you Ben should Fred's never...
2: basically saying, well, he lied. He said he's going starter, starter, starter. now he says we need at least two.
4: I don't think you should ever be in this situation. To not have anyone that you've drafted and developed capable of being in your starting rotation—that's way
1: more alarming, Doug. I'm with you. The fact that, like, we're racing and running to try to find three starters in one year, which makes was in, zero which, which, which sense. When, when, when he
3: said it, then I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to do that? And then you had the Yankees collapse. The Red Sox weren't going to be in the mix, most likely. They were kind of lingering at that time. In addition to now, I would imagine. Uh, you're going to see a couple of teams who might not have been in the mix back in August be in the mix for some of these pitchers. But to fill, th- to fill 60% of your rotation, and keep in mind, you're not filling 60% to complement one or two starters. And by that, I mean the quality of the starter. Steven Matz, for as great as we may hope he's going to be based on the last three starts he had before getting hurt, it, it, it would, I mean, what percentage would you give it that Stephen Matz becomes a one or two starter? I don't I mean I, he's a he's a maybe in a best case scenario, a three. He can have great games. He did. but you know his body of work and his career has not been that. And then Miles Michaelis, at this point, I don't think that you can necessarily go, okay, he can be your ace and then build around him. So you're not only adding three starters, you're also having to add, top tier if you want to be competitive for a championship but as that article from Derek Gould yesterday talked about their motivation is they know they are in trouble financially with the television deal so they've got to get asses in the seats so they've got to give fans reason to be enthusiastic
4: and you've got to have some pitchers that don't cost you 20 million dollars a year that's that's by you developing exactly. your own they so, used to, this is an organization that used to pride itself in developing pitchers. You know, Dave Duncan was a guru pitching coach for
3: years. They always had good pitching. Well, the thing that Duncan was able to do was take a damaged or struggling major league pitcher and get him right. You know, he did that throughout his career. Reclamation projects. I don't know how great they were with developing. Like, if he were the one, that, if he was the one who was responsible for the young pitchers through the system. You know what I mean? Well,
4: but they they used to have him.
3: I I, I mean, you look at the late 90s, early 2000s, you had Alan Bennis, Ricky Ankiel, Matt Morris come up. But then they were able to compliment him by going out and bringing in Daryl Kyle. And then surprisingly, Woody Williams turned into a a star. And he was really just kind of, they just needed to get rid of Ray Lankford. And Ray Lankford uh, wound up being the ticket to the Cardinals having their Game 1 World Series starter in 2004. and And Williams was... Arguably their best starter from 2001 through uh, 2005, I believe it was.
4: Walker had some good years here. But where is the hole in the system to where they either can't identify pitching or can't develop them to be better?
3: Of the Cardinals' top 10 prospects right now, one, two, three, four, five are pitchers. The ETA to the major leagues, um, only. Well, this is. I don't know. This, this, this can't be right. Cause this list is from August 2023, unless they thought that Graceffa was going to come up in September, which he didn't. Um, Tink Hentz is the highest-rated prospect. The expectation, according to MLB.com, would be that he arrives in 2024. Mason Wynn, the number one prospect. Tink Hentz, Chase Davis, and Victor Scott. This is the prospect rankings per MLB.com.
1: I mean, the last few years, how's that Zach Tom... I think they went heavy offense.
3: That's in that, their drafting,
1: with, yes. Yeah, yeah and, the and typically they would go college pitching. You know, mm-hmm. typically you're not—they not, didn't go the high school route for the most part. Jack Flaherty being one of those guys, but yeah, they—I—I I, I guess the fans were complaining about offense, so they went heavy offense. which is a good thing? But then you know, if you're not taking some of the fifth and sixth round draft pick pitchers and turning them into anything, then yeah. It,
4: Remember the yeah, year? Yeah,
1: situation year, like this.
4: It was one of the COVID years when they reduced the draft to 20 rounds and the, the Angels picked nothing but pitchers. Pitching, yeah. That makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. Because every time you, you draft and sign somebody immediately, someone else in the organization has got to go. You've got to cut somebody at the minor league level somewhere. So let those position players develop another year and just run as many pitchers out there until you stumble on two or three that have got it.
3: The other issue is that you've seen a number of young pitchers go from the Cardinals and then become either a Cy Young winner or a Game 1 World Series starter. So you have that taking place. So they are getting them. They're just not maximizing them while they're here. And then they misidentify their potential. And then another organization gets them. And then they go and win a Cy Young or have a killer year and who is that
4: on is that on the coaches I mean the can't be everywhere he's not down on the field teaching these guys how to how to grip the, the slider or anything at some point your coaches have got to come through
1: for you
3: Doug are you saying Gene Steck ain't walking through that door that's from Mitch head of Sport
1: USA team. I don't think he is well we need to hire outside of the organization for a manager because it worked the time you did it with Larusa. Not saying Matheny didn't work, and not saying to a lesser extent Schilt didn't work, but I I think the the boy club need to be parted. And you not, you need kind of a stern disciplinary type, you know, older manager that's not in the organization that's not going to take Moseleyox like, you know, micromanaging. Yeah, so, well, I'm know. not sure that's possible. I think it's Moseleyox teams it. now. Yeah.
4: Once LaRussa left. I think it became Zalex.
1: Yeah, I missed the La Russa days for sure.
3: How about sure. this, Doug? I effing love when you guys talk real sports. No sarcasm, no quips. It's just a nice change of pace. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That's from John Lithgow's Harry Henderson. Okay, John. Harry, Some
4: teams Harry, are Harry still Henderson's s- 1988? I don't know. The years, never till. seen that. Some mm-hmm.
2: teams are still doing that, Plausey. Greg Consul was hired. Ron Washington, I think, was hired yesterday.
1: I just... Uh, going outside the organization seems to be the move. The all don't in don't are all is not the answer. I'm not saying it's his fault that the pitching isn't developed, but... God,
3: Doug is spot on. They're not going to be a legitimate contender until they can develop pitching. They cannot spend their way out of this mess. That's from the five seven three.
4: The, the two you've got left, Michaelis and Mats, were free agents. You spent a boatload of money on those two guys, and Michaelis has had some really good years, a couple of them anyway. But it, you're rolling the dice when you, you pay big bucks on veteran pitchers who've been around a while. They all get hurt. At some point, all these starting pitchers seem to ne- had Tommy John surgery at some point, and the older they are, the better chances of that happening. So if, if you can't develop good young pitching and keep the pipeline coming, I think you're always going to find yourself in this kind of situation. You just have to have it.
2: What is going to happen if they go after some of these pitchers and they get none of them? <clears throat> I think the year they got mats, they went after other pitchers, couldn't get them, so they settled on mats. That was their big pickup what if they can't get It wasn't Nola? identified
3: that way at the time. It was a back-end of the rotation guy before they were going to go tend to more free agents, similar to the Contreras thing. No one thought that was going to be the only move last year. I apologize for
2: interrupting. No, it's all right. You're right. But that's. Uh, um, You're so right. I'm really serious. What does happen if they don't get NOLA, if they don't get Snell, if they don't all get— All hell is going to break loose <laughs> locally
3: for the— ba- That's what I was saying on 101 because I know the 101 audience. I mean, there's certainly overlap with this show and, and 101, but— The one-on-one audience is more made up of people not hoping. And this is the thing. There's a difference between hopes and expectations. I said yesterday on Balloon Party, I said, I hoped Missouri would beat Georgia, and I really thought that they could, but I certainly didn't expect them to beat Georgia. What I wanted to see was that they did their damnedest to try to win the game and not try to manage a loss and keep it close. And they did that. So to their credit, they did that. Um, I I think there is an expectation from more of like the sports talk radio listeners, not this kind of sports talk, that they are going to get Snell or Nola. I don't think people think about Yamamoto. That would be the one I would love for them to get. I don't know how likely that is. It might be in the 1% category. And so then, Iggy, once Otani signs, which I imagine happens first, I think, I mean, as far as the big names, uh, then Snell and Nola. And if they do not come here at that point, you are going to see anger toward the Cardinals, I think, that will be unlike m- much of what we've seen in our time doing this show. That's what I think is, is percolating. Now, if they get one of them, people are going to be really thrilled as far as that short-term injection. What concerns me is, okay, Goldschmidt, Arenado are here for a limited number of years, at least peak performance on the Arenado front, and Goldschmidt is a question mark beyond this year. And you're going to be paying Nola and Contreras in their mid-30s, which is part of the deal with free agent pitchers. Pitchers aren't usually stars in free agency until they're right around his age. And you're going to have a lot of dollars committed for guys in their mid to late 30s who are obviously on the back end of their careers and what that will mean to, say, 2027, 2028 for the Cardinals, a team that acknowledges there is uncertainty about the revenue stream from television. So I don't know how they win Because if they don't do it, which I think is probably the right thing to do actually, uh, not that that's necessarily their reasoning or their goal, the fans are going to be furious, you know. So they are in a hell of a spot, but it is a spot of their own creation. Mm -hmm. Because if they had accurately identified the talent of their pitching staff and or developed it, they wouldn't be in this spot where they had to go out and get three starters, or two big starters, and then
2: go with Thompson. As yeah, Pauze said yesterday, this is no longer a, a destination for free agents like it used to be. It hasn't been for a while. Um, you're going to have to overpay, I think, to get one of these. This oh, is, I agree. If you're that. in the same, you know, same price range, they're not going to come here. They'd rather go to New York or Boston or someplace like that than no. here. So you're going to have to overpay to get one of these guys, and I'm not sure the Cardinals will do that.
4: I wonder if they had to do it all over again with Mason Wynn if they might have chosen him as a pitcher. Because when they drafted him, it was shortstop slash pitcher because he throws so darn hard. He's now throwing 100 miles an hour from the shortstop position. And he didn't look like he'd hit. He had the worst offensive numbers in the major leagues in September. Not that he's not going to hit, but for now, he's still got to prove he can. I wonder if it'd be better having somebody throwing 100 miles an hour on the mound than at shortstop.
3: Well, you moved Schumacher from the outfield to second base. You yeah. moving Wynn from shortstop to the pitching staff. Rick
4: Ankiel went from pitching to outfield.
3: There was a little detour in there that cost. it. it. a little bit. But, uh, yes, but then, if he, I had then a guy, he raked.
4: If I had a guy who could throw 100 miles an hour, I'd rather have him on the mound. Yeah, but it's a
1: different... I get it, and I'm going to be dumb saying that, but it's, like it's a different motion and stride. He, he can be able to kind of crow hop, and I understand this is probably obvious, but... Can he actually throw 100 off the mound? Uh, or can he throw, like, 91 I, I'm not sure. off the mound? I'm
4: just saying, when you when you have that kind of an arm, I, I think I'd rather have him on the mound. It'd be a
1: short pitcher. Yeah. Right? He's well, 6 foot, maybe? Uh, maybe.
4: Kind of small. But he's got a hit. Oh, He, he better, he better figure it out the with the bat.
1: Because he hit, what, 170-something? We're lucky Jordan Walker panned out. What if he flopped and was hitting 210? <laughs> we would have nothing. No FEMTA, Aaron Otto and Goldschmidt, but they're on their... Ladders stay like yeah. they're almost done. Like, if Walker didn't work out, what is there?
4: Well, Wynn is still very young. I wouldn't count him very, out at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's
1: 21 or two years old.
4: I'm not saying he's not going to hit, I'm saying he ha- he certainly hasn't yet. And if if somebody has an arm that electric, I think he probably should be on the mound. <sighs> it's yeah, not, I mean, not going to happen,
1: but we have so many infielders. Potential, you know, if you add could play Edmund and Donovan, you know, who could play outfield too, but, no. like, we have so many infielders.
4: Well, wouldn't you rather have Edmund at, at short and somebody throwing 100 miles an hour on the mound? Easily. A just, guy throwing 100 miles an hour at shortstop who hit 170 and Edmund on the bench?
1: I don't want my shortstop hitting 170.
4: I know no. that. You just that I do know. got to hope he hits more like 270.
2: Well, I think Madison Baumgartner's still out there, man.
1: Well, he's got to be 40. What was it? A timber rattler? Rattlesnake?
2: Ate a rabbit,
4: yeah. <laughs> Luckily, his wife, an expert field director, <laughs> dresser, was yeah. able to remove <laughs> the
1: rabbit from the nah, serpent. what a story.
2: <laughs> well, good luck to him.
4: Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They've had some disappointments with pitchers. I mean, they thought Libertor was going to be a front of the rotation type of guy. He's not even a rotation type of guy. But you may they thought land Hudson a- would be much better, and he's kind of faded out. They thought Woodford might be better than he's turned out to be.
1: Yeah, Libertor trade looked bad, but Libertor looked great in the bullpen. He did. I hate to say it, but yeah. like, it, if you want to build a bullpen, you need guys that can pitch multiple innings. Mm-hmm. I think he's it. I would never start him again, but you guys are.
3: Effing morons, oh. like legit morons. Oh. If you have a shot to get an everyday shortstop, you take that a hundred times out of a hundred over a starting pitcher, Doug. That's no. big
1: old fan. That's not true. But if he can't, true. yeah, like if he's, if he's really good,
4: yeah. But you got to, you got to hit something.
1: We have three guys that could possibly play shortstop. We don't have three guys that are number one, number two starter. desperately like that. trying to find a pitcher. Yeah, so you're wrong. You're angry. You're <laughs> psychotic and wrong. <laughs> and he yelled at us. This, dude, this is. dude is a freaking weirdo, There's man.
4: nothing more important <laughs> than your starting pitching. That's, that's how at the it the text starts. history.
1: I can't believe you go – like, he has to eventually open up the text he sends and read those, right? Like, how do people like that with that mindset, like, look at that and go, yep, normal, every day, uh, well, that's fine?
4: No, nobody – wins consistently without
1: quality starting pitch oh i know a it, lot of teams can't don't be lose done. 80 90 games with an all-star shortstop yeah. like you just do i i complete there's that's one of the worst texts we've gotten in a long time in terms of how wrong he is <laughs> <laughs> you know
3: i'm predicting they'll sign two starting pitchers and trade for one i'm putting my money on donovan as the centerpiece in the trade and they'll try and hodgepodge the bullpen. It'll be a disaster and will plague the franchise for years to come. Thanks. That's from well, the Table Rock Lake Monster. The Table Rock Lake
4: Monster. They seem, and they always say, say things like this, but it seems like they believe they have starting pitching on the way. It's not here. It's not ready yet. Right. So, therefore, it wouldn't surprise me if they sign Waka and Bauer, two guys that can get you maybe two years and then bring in all these young arms that they like, rather than throwing $200 million at somebody who's already 32 years old.
3: If that were the case, I would be on board with it, because I look at 2024 as this unique spot, and I don't want to see them mess up the back half of the decade to try to go all in on 2024, when realistically they can't do it without paying the price for 25, 26, 27, and 28. And you're already going to have bad money on the books in many of those years with the Contreras deal. Mm-hmm. And that is a problem. You can't have many of those when
2: you are in St. Louis. If you sign those two, I think you may have enough money left over to sign Rodriguez if you wanted to. Maybe. But they, they do have
4: a bunch of outfielders and a bunch of infielders to cobble together some kind of trade for a younger guy. I, would, I can't believe they'd sign three free agent pitchers.
3: I would expect the similar thing that the Table Rock Lake Monster said. Not necessarily that it'll hamstring the franchise for decade or years to come. I don't know about that, but I, I expect there to be a trade. Yeah, I don't know I if it'll do be too. Donovan, I really if they're trying to do this thing for 2024, I don't want to see him trade Gorman for 2024. I just don't want to see that because I just don't. I think 2024 is such a long shot. I mean, hey, of course it can happen, but I think it's a long shot. Uh, I agree, Tim. You were great at explaining things, just like I hope Doug inserts himself in me at trivia, but what? I don't necessarily expect it. Wait a minute. Who was it, Tim? That's Caller Buzz, and he won the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month.
4: All right, Buzz, you won't win it this year because you just got yourself suspended. So he's been mathematically eliminated? You have been mathematically eliminated, suspended for a period of two days' time. That's a
2: bummer. On this 10th uh,
4: day of November, our year of the Lord. 2023.
2: So he can't come tomorrow?
3: Two days. Oh, he's been banned from St. Gabriel's?
4: Uh, he's on probation from St. Gabriel's. Yeah. He'll need an escort. I don't want to see him there alone. He's going to need an adult
3: escort. I'm sure his wife will be there. Stephen time is mad. If Wynn could pitch, he'd be pitching. I cannot believe we've gotten to the place where because a 20-year-old hit poorly for six weeks, we think he will transition smoothly to becoming an ace pitcher. Doug, that's Steven no. time. No. I
1: don't know if that of course, we're going to said. exaggerate now everything that, <laughs> that we said. That wasn't even said. <laughs> I
4: said he hasn't hit yet. He's too young to say he's not going to hit, but he hasn't hit yet, and I wonder if they had to do it all over again, if they might choose the pitching route for him instead of shortstop. No, I did not say he can smoothly, immediately transition to become a major league pitcher. Damn, he's a dog hater. Steven Time. Steven Time?
3: No. There aren't a lot of dog haters out there. Yeah, this is...
4: There have been other other players in the major leagues who've made that. I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just
2: talking out loud.
3: Is Iggy Mel- working for Eduardo Rodriguez's agent? <laughs> he has mentioned him numerous times. Mm. It's from Steven Wild. Iggy, are you working with the Rodriguez camp?
2: No, we're talking about pitchers like to get night. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'd like to get him.
1: I think I'm with, with Iggy. I think that, that makes the most sense of any pitcher that is on you the market. 40 million a year. Yeah. I think I think that would work better than Noah. I do that, Bauer and Waka, and I know there'll be a ton of backlash. But at least you have depth now. I'm not saying you added two aces. Yeah. I-, I think that gets you. What a hundred million ish, maybe Bauer, not even. When I mean, Bauer
4: is on his game. He is an ace. He can be an ace. He's been that good.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like if you do, throw a one year like fourteen million dollar deal, twelve million. I don't even know how much it should be. Do that. Whatever you think it is. At,
4: whatever you think it should be. Add about eight million to it.
1: But I think that that would be great. I know fans would be pissed. I'd probably bash it on Twitter too. But I think that makes it. It's more
4: reasonable of what they're likely
1: to do. Yeah. I see Waka coming back for sure. I don't know why, but I just see that as a sneaky play. I feel like he liked the time here.
3: Uh, Stephen Time um, uh, says, uh, I love Doug, so he wants you to know that.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Your text... Disagree with that. Oh, is that right? No, no, you You're looking at the text take, history? I looked at the text
3: really history Yeah, D- I, I can, on Doug's behalf, I can confirm that he does not care one way or the other. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I knew
4: that. <laughs> well, that's the fun part about talking sports is you can disagree.
3: And but what if out. your opinion is different? Do you then personally attack the person who has a different opinion on the pitching staff?
4: You do, and you want them dead. Thank
3: you. Mm-hmm. I uh, want Andrea's all the time. As a matter of fact, Max an and Rebecca dropped off some Andrea's this week. How do you do? Steak sauce for all and to oh. all. A good night. You can get yours at andreas.com or in Schnicks and Deerberg's. And if you are having a cookout. And I have uh, Doug, I've barbecued Chickadeedle-Dee each of the last two nights. Have you really? Well, I mean, it was easy to do two nights ago. a little colder yesterday, but it's fine. It's temperate uh-huh. for November. Temperate. And uh, we just pour that Andrea's barbecue sauce all over it. And Max said, you got to get to the steakhouse. And I agree with Max. So my wife and I will be heading over there at some point before the end of the year. And I can't wait to experience the magic of Andrea's Steakhouse on Collinsville Road in O'Fallon, Illinois. And it's by, uh, it's by Stonewolf and by Jackson's home track of Four Oaks.
0: Oh, it's your home yeah. track, right? Might be out there today. Bill, you're going to play yeah. today? Thinking about it. Jeez. Thinking about it hard. Yeah. I'm Ass.
4: playing at Westboro today. Oh, you're really? Yeah.
3: Look at you. Thanks for calling. I must not have been home.
4: Well, (laughs) as one of the members there invited me to play. KGNO
3: Town took the tickets. KGNO, you playing with KGNO
2: Town and he joined? He's a
4: member there. He's a member at several clubs now that he's full time here.
2: Bo House invite you?
4: Bo House? I don't think I know Bo House.
2: (laughs) No. Well, tell him I said hi if you see him.
4: I don't know him. (laughs) How will I know who's Bo House?
0: So I just tell him Iggy says
2: hi. That's it. How, but when how
3: will I know you see people on the golf course, just say Iggy says hi. That's all you need to do. And, and tell him good And luck. there's a chance that one of them will be <laughs> Bo House. Okay. Yeah, it's a numbers game. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so are you going to do that or not? Because it doesn't I, sound I I like I
4: probably you're... won't. Because I'd be embarrassed.
2: Just, to are you Bo House? He usually wears can a golf. Can you tell me where I can find you Bo? Wears a golf shirt Iggy says hi. He's a golf shirt with his name on the back. Yep.
4: Then what would it mean to him if I were to say Iggy says hi? He'd probably be yeah excited. He won't be excited. His response will be, oh, okay, Well, hi, back to Iggy. <laughs> and that'll be the end of it? After all this searching? Probably. Oh, oh. We'll have fun. Uh, Tim, you brought up eating chickadeedledee. Yes. I, I have a nutrition question. Oh,
3: I'm taking those. This
4: this trainer at the gym that I met with a couple weeks ago said, I need more protein. I feel like I'm eating a lot of protein already.
3: Do you know how much you're eating per day?
4: Uh, No, but I have a lot of... Uh, you know, I eat Greek yogurt tonight. Oh, I try to eat fish when I can, and, and I try. But he says, You need you need more. I, I eat protein bars here and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I started making myself three egg omelet for lunch mm-hmm. frequently because I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I have it almost every day yeah. a three egg omelet. And then I started reading, I shouldn't eat this many eggs. A lot of cholesterol. I, it is a lot of cholesterol. So is that stupid to eat too many eggs? Well, it depends
0: on what your
2: cholesterol level is. Yeah, so I eight, guess. Egg whites, is that less cholesterol? Is, yeah. Yeah. Yes. is it in the yolk? Nope. Yeah, yeah, but
4: most really of the,
2: nutri-
3: the nutrients are in the yolk. I eat chicken a minimum of one meal per day. Mm-hmm. I have the exact same thing for breakfast. You can actually watch it on camera. and I think a lot of people tune in to watch me have- uh, fillet that banana, uh-huh. which we'll be uh, approaching here. At the end of the uh, 7 o'clock hour, mm. since it's 8.25, you would think that might the be... chicken's got a lot of cholesterol in it, too. Yeah, my cholesterol levels are low, so I, uh, that's why I have my Deedle. I had—I uh, well, guess I had a salad for lunch yesterday, and then I barbecued that chickadeedle D last night for me and the boys and my wife. And then yeah. I poured that Andrea's on it. Mm-mm-mm. Watch this.
0: Oh. Doug, I think some...
3: I'd be curious how many grams of protein he's recommending. Like, my thing is a gram of protein for weight. But that was back when I was lifting, and I don't lift anymore. You might have heard I have a slap tear.
4: Yeah, you, know, you and Flaherty.
3: Correct. Both of us banging them two at a time.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just doing it in Baltimore.
3: In her Harbor with Sweet Sweet Kai.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like these eggs, but I don't want to kill myself with a heart attack.
3: Well, just get Deedle and poor Andrews all over it, and next thing you know, you'll be hot like me. I may. guess that's
4: what I should do.
3: I am telling you.
4: Yesterday, I, I got a couple... Those salmon fillets. Oh, yeah. Put them both in the pan, and the the kitchen stunk for four (laughs)
3: hours. Now do you understand why the people hated us right when we arrived?
4: (laughs) I was opening doors and windows and turning on vents, and boy, it was good. I guess that's about as healthy a thing as you could eat, right, salmon?
3: Yeah, salmon's a good play. Tuna. Trust terrific salmon Oh
4: I should get back To the
3: tuna fish Eggs are one of the Best foods you can eat Disregard the cholesterol Fallacy Your heart loves Egg yolks Eat them eggs boy That's from the Pig of the coal mines The
4: pig of the coal mines I guess the only (laughs) thing That makes sense Is to get the cholesterol Checked
3: Yeah Uh This is a baseball text Uh Doug eat salmon And turkey for lean protein Also my ass Is lean protein Oh You should eat that too (laughs)
4: Mm.
3: Thought we were getting some nutrition. That's and, not lean but at that's, all. That's uh, from Ray King. It's
4: very much fatty.
3: He has a fat ass, that mm-hmm. man.
4: Yeah. Yes, he does.
3: There's nothing wrong with eating eggs. It's good cholesterol. Beef is far superior to chicken. Salads are trash. That's from Eric <laughs> in the Central West.
0: <laughs> Salads are trash. It depends on what you're doing. If you're trying to. <laughs> yeah, make-
3: that is true. That is. I. I, I've, I think his context would be. If you're having a salad, but then you throw a bunch of crap in it and like
0: heavy dressing,
3: yeah.
0: you've now defeated the purpose of the salad. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? But salads have very low caloric density. Like, there's a lot. Talk about that. Did you just hear that salad density. Have very what do you low. mean
4: by that? Bring smart that guy. up at 10:05
0: today and have fun. Well, it's a lot of water. Lettuce well, is a lot of water, and water makes you feel more full, so you can eat less of it and feel as full as if you had more of something else. Yeah. So, like, that's why grapes are much better for you than raisins because they're much more water. So you salads, if you're trying to lose weight, is a great way because there's a lot of water in it. Also, drinking water can help. Yeah. So it depends on what you If you're trying to gain weight or gain muscle, then, yeah, a lot of protein. If you're trying to lose weight, balance it out.
4: Huh. I think if you're trying to lose weight, you just limit the carbs and the sugars, and that's that's the best way to go. Yeah.
3: Exercise. Timmy, I was sitting a row behind you at the Blues game last night and introduced myself Oh, to KG, am I still blocked on the show? Go yotes!
4: Yes, he is still blocked.
3: Well, who is? I, I don't know who this is. If you have to ask, you're still blocked. <laughs> Lodo King? If we had a problem with, if you had a problem with Lodo Maybe King? Maybe in the
4: past, yeah, he's still blocked. Gosh, yeah. yeah. But he's another part timer who got tickets.
1: Lodo King works here now. I, well, I think so. I didn't meet. Lodo he's King. in our fantasy football. Oh, he is. I think I'm playing him this week. I didn't even look to see if I had anybody last night. No, I'm paying. What uh, does Lodo King mean? I, I don't know. know. Like the Ozarks. I oh wow. The Ozarks. <laughs> that just shows I'm not. I'm well, how not can ahead. you
0: say you're blocked and your text just got read?
3: I have no idea, Doug. You just don't know. And Stephen Time wants to no. know wants you to know that he was just busting balls. And he apologizes. Oh,
4: he doesn't have to apologize. You don't <laughs> I have to apologize just, for a baseball opinion.
3: I was just <laughs> rubbing Doug like we do with Iggy. Sincerely loved the show. Didn't mean any harm. Was just trying to play the game. Thumbs up emoji. Steven time. Oh,
4: gosh. Stop apologizing. I've
3: never seen you so angry.
4: I'm, re- I'm really worked up about this.
3: On today's Renters' Roundtable, we discuss protein and nutritional information from the fats and sads to complement their bourbon barbecue to become even fatter and sadder. That's from the South City Hoosier aficionado.
4: You think being fatter makes you sadder? Huh,
3: kind of a nice question.
4: Uh, Probably. You may not show it outwardly, but inwardly, when you're alone, you probably wish you weren't. Don't you think? And if you're in really good shape, inwardly, you're thinking, I'm doing okay.
3: And you know you might be able to get that ass?
4: Well, I guess that that could be, you know, something that happens because of your physique.
3: That's right, that's right.
4: It could, you know. I don't know. There's some, there's some jolly, heavy set folks, that's for sure.
3: Next time I see Tom, he is going to be spanked. They were out of salmon downstairs last Sunday, you son of a bitch. That's from no. Stephen Wildwood, he's Gosh. the chairman. Tim, you ever go down on a stage named Misty at Hollywood? Thanks for covering alcohol.
4: <laughs> Gosh, what kind of comment? Why would you send that in to us?
3: Clayton said he would come on the show today. That's from Lodo King. What's going on with this Lodo King? And who's Clayton? I don't know. Clayton
0: Patterson? Clayton Keller.
3: Clayton Keller. He sent oh. an image
0: with Clayton Keller.
1: Oh. <clears throat> okay, Everybody's cool now. I Why texted. is everybody cool?
2: <clears throat> I texted Megan. Uh, who's the, the second teacher that we had on? <laughs> Gaither? Yep. Yeah, I texted her. She didn't get back to me. Maybe I should berate her on the show here. Berate
4: uh, her? Who is
2: it? Well, she didn't return my text. But um, that's usually what people do when you don't return to Texas, they spend 15 minutes berating you. Um, but uh, Larry Flint's Hustlers Club offered her $47,000 to feature for one night only, and another 10000 if she will go on their podcast. And uh, she said, the article she hasn't made up her mind yet, And I texted her last night, I said, you want to break the news on our show? whether or not you're going to strip for this night for 47000 She never got back to me.
3: Hmm.
2: <laughs> we were talking about Hollywood Strip Club. I just brought up Strip Club.
3: I wasn't talking about
2: Hollywood Strip Club. <laughs> Doug, why are, you, why are you forcing the topic well, of Hollywood? Lodi did, or whoever that is. Lodi? Who's Lodi? wasn't it the recovering, a recovering alcoholic? alcoholic. Who says something about Hollywood? Recovering alcoholic. All right, well, that was brought up, and I just threw out something in, in the strip news.
3: Strip
2: news. News. I like that. We got
3: to get that sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Lodo King probably wants to murder you and then bang your corpse. Mm. That's from The Hunchback of Von Castle.
4: I see the Channel 4 news app has been all over the uh, teachers now going to porn. Yeah, I wonder if it's because they know day. it gets clicks. Oh <laughs> yeah. my
1: God. It's like when Tyra playlist. Banks would mm-hmm.
3: condemn pornography and then have nothing but porn stars on her talk show. Hmm. Ah, what an industry. industry. Yeah, she's on the, uh, Megan is on the front page of KMOV.com. Yeah. Part of me thinks that's a coincidence. (laughs) Uh,
4: It's a story that's just too too juicy to pass up, I guess.
2: Well, we're the front runners. For what? Getting these uh, OnlyFans teachers on the air and breaking their stories. Everybody else just falls in line until Mm -hmm. we get the news and then they come after them. (laughs)
3: If you're looking up your protein, have you tried Dover Soul? It's $3 a pound at the Sharkle House butchery today, and today only. Just a nice little play that is often referenced as the roadkill of the sea. Oh. Thanks. Did I tell you I was inducted into the North St. Charles Bowling Hall of Fame for meritorious service? What's that? You want me to bowl for a good cause with K.C.? No can do. Got to keep my stats padded and don't
2: want to ruin my rep. Doug, that's from Sharkle House? (laughs) First of all, you don't know what the good cause was. I mean, there's <laughs> having fun with people listening to K. Um And two, Charcoal House, I don't think they served Dover Soul, And if they did, it's not $3 a pound and it's not the trash of the,
3: the road Roadkill, road
2: The Other fish eat it and you, then spit it out. You really don't know much about fish then. Huh. That's why Our it's like 30 boats run over. <laughs>
1: yes. when that match. Well, well, you think Dover Soul's
2: $3 a pound. You're stupid. How much is yeah. it? I think it can be out of boards at twenty-five, thirty bucks a pound. Oh, jeepers!
1: <laughs> yeah. Is anything worth twenty or thirty? No, dollars? I don't know if I would eat anything. I had it on the
2: cruise; oh. I,
4: I couldn't resist. Well, it's still not bad. If,
1: well, it's just average. Well,
2: if you go thought. to the if you go to a restaurant, and you get a sixteen-ounce Dover sole. You know, you, you you expect to pay twenty-five, thirty bucks for a piece of fish and entree, don't you?
1: I guess you're right on mm. fish and poundage. Okay, yeah, no, you're. It's not as outrageous. So, yeah, I I would think 25, 35 bucks for a fish meal is about average. Depending on the size. It's
2: the filet of the fish. It's the filet of the.
1: It's roadkill of the sea.
2: And fillets are what? Up to 28 bucks a pound, 29 bucks a pound for filet.
1: Man, I'd love to get in that meat industry.
2: (laughs) Put that off.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Truffles and the Dew has Dover saw on the menu. That's from
1: Peggy's husband. Cool. What does it cost? Uh, Peggy's husband, please call in. Typically, those places you look at the menu, there's no price.
4: Yeah, That's price upon it. request. Don't order that. Market yeah. price, don't. Or when That's they say, they "Oh, in addition to the menu, we have these following specials." You better ask what that special cost. Oh, we didn't
1: in, in Arizona. Oh, you yeah. got hit? Yeah, side hit a plug? big time. Got hit hard. Mine, mm-hmm. my, my dish was way better. The non-special was way better. The special was good, but the mussels weren't really cooked as. What I would like, so I'm glad I didn't get it. But yeah, we didn't act for the price, and then got bang, you know, How bad bang, it you. bang, 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 bang. Bitty I, would, bang. I would not want to say
4: like double the price of everything else on the menu.
3: Oh, oh yeah.
1: Bill. <laughs> yeah, bill, 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 bill. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Won't have that happen at Mongoose, St. Louis, Acura, Altan, Toyota. Nope. Uh, Doug, uh, somebody on the TMA fan page yesterday asked for the secret number. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Point of record: three, one, four, two, five, two zero zero two nine you can call that number or text that number and the next thing you know you are communicating directly with what doug calls the muckety mucks mm-hmm. that's jamie burkhart that's clayton patterson that's peter Munganast. and in the service department that's ryan cyborg and even if you didn't get your car from munganist get it serviced at Munganast. st louis and alton toyota.com it's munganist sponsor of the seven o'clock hour which even though it's eight thirty six, we are still in jackson tell me about your hair
0: come back Making a uh, making that a really comeback. Is. I was uh, I was here early today, yeah, so I got to see Courtney Landrum before their show started. And she goes, "Did you get a haircut?" I said, "No." And, I, and she said, "I don't know why, but it just looks good." Look, well, this. Look I mean, at this. thank you, Courtney. What a start mean yeah, Thank you, Courtney. I said that's a that's a credit to my friends Look over St. Louis Hair Restoration. All I did was go in for a consultation. They put me on that finasteride, which I take every morning, and they gave me this laser cap. Put it on six minutes a night watching blues, hockey, super easy to do. And now we're making a little comeback. For Doug, they said, how about a little FUE for my man, DV?
4: Yeah, and now what I have is tufts of wisps. Yeah, you do. I have tufts of wisps. And you can have them, too, at St. Louis Hair Restoration. If your hair is bothering you, if you you never feel good about the, the way you look and you think, well, it's only going to get worse... Do something about it. We've got a great resource right here in St. Louis. They do fantastic work at St. Louis Hair Restoration. They gave me the FUE procedure. And as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, that's right, I have tufts of whisk. They do. Now. And they're going to come in even thicker as time goes along. They say the finished product takes just about a year. And uh, the key for me was there was no pain during the procedure. It does not hurt at all. They numb it up real nice-like nice, so they can make these transplant uh, the the hair grafts, and it does not hurt. It takes a little while to recover to where you're, uh, you know, running around like you, you did a couple days. P- put a hat on after that, and that's about it. Then you just sit and wait for these tufts to start wisping. Dr. Um, Polinga, Dr. Christopher Polinga, fabulous hair transplant surgeon, and his partner, the founder of the Operation Greg Kryling, both patients of their own product they know it works it worked for me it's worked for them it will work for you too That's st louis
3: hair restoration there it is a wonderful sponsor tma just like design air heating and cooling email of the day design air the official hvac provider of tma and the Tim kernan show podcast send your emails in for our design air heating and cooling email today which comes your way in an hour and ten minutes the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air is online at DesignAirService.com. I was looking at the forecast for next. It's actually going to be warmer next week. I know. What in it's the just world? Global, it's global warming
4: is just so wonderful. A
3: week from Sunday. So four days from Thanksgiving. Yeah. A high on oh no, it just dropped. How about that? It was 70 literally when I looked at it this morning. And now it's gone down 10 degrees to 60. Oh. Either way, next Saturday, 65 That's degrees fine, yeah. for the fighting tigers and gators. How do you do? Maybe we head up to Columbia and tailgate because it's going to be like it's September oh, there. Gosh.
4: That'll be great. It's just fantastic. Unbelievable. I mean, but you know it can turn and... like in one day. I know. Well, we saw that on, degrees. on
3: Halloween. Yep. Uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling says get your furnace tuned up because it is going. I mean, it's going to come to an end. And you got to have that furnace ready. Designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and now you're working with the best. And the best is Seth Goldcamp and his staff. I'm a client, Doug's a client. We, we are thrilled with our relationship with Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. We will close out the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Uh, we have a Chris Raby audio postcard coming up. We have the Drops of the Week coming up. Uh, Lisa Ann will not be with us, Doug. She's in, um, did you say Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, but we will have the design air, heating, and cooling email the day coming your way. And then Jackson and I have the Colonel and the Friday Six Shooter presented by Angry Beaver on Balloon Party where the YouTube chat has gotten hot and naughty on the That's 101 ESPN show. Yep, just like it is, I guess, on the uh, youtube.com slash This is TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.